guys, I'm Heather, and I'm the oldest. She's the emotional one. Is it Bruce Dickinson? <laughs> Man, why, the, why? I mean, like, you haven't even read the list. You're like, Heather. <sighs> hey, guys, I'm Ben. I'm the middle child. And he's the practical one. What I, what I need you to understand <laughs> is that you have lost all credibility <sighs> when we get to the cutting stage. Why? Kenny Chesney was your second pick. I'm Beth, and I'm the baby. She's also the swing vote. My picks are great. And and if you don't believe it, just ask me. I won't argue with you because I'm mature. Together, we make the Music List Podcast. We welcome everyone back to the Music List Podcast. We hope everyone had a wonderful Independence Day if you are... Living with us in these United States of America, if you are living, and we do have listeners outside of the United States, um, I'm always intrigued, though. We're, we're, we're doing a patriotic uh, episode today, our best favorite patriotic songs, but I want to say that I'm I'm very intrigued at the way that the rest of the world kind of perceives American patriotic music. Because as Americans, we have this perception that the rest of the world doesn't like us very much. Um, but when I watch like these, uh, these <laughs> might be a reason. And, then, and there may, and, and you know, I mean, I'm sure there are some geopolitical reasons where why that is what it is. But I have found that like I've, I've really started to love watching music reaction videos, and I have watched a lot of uh, people in in other countries watch and listen to. American patriotic songs and think going in that they are going to naturally have something negative to say about it. But most of the time they come around saying, I really feel, I feel patriotic about that. It's really kind of a, kind of a weird, um, you know, they understand like, and some of them are like really almost songs that like, uh, even people inside the United States don't feel comfortable with sometimes. Like, let's say Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue by Toby Keith, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, we're, we'll, we'll put a, a boot up your rumpus, right? That's what we'll do. <laughs> rumpus. So, you know, and you think, well, the rest of the world's going to see that as all oh, those Americans always going to war again. Um, but, like, in every video that I've watched, you know, even even those living outside the United States say, you know, I understand why they feel this way. And, yeah. you know, it, it's, you know, they kind of have a sense of, of pride about things. So it's really interesting to watch. So if you're, if you are um, outside of the United States, thank you for listening. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, maybe, maybe you'll get to hear a couple of American patriotic songs that maybe you haven't heard before. <laughs> um, because that's what we're doing today is we're doing patriotic songs. And if you are an American, happy Independence Day. So there's that. Uh, July 4th for us is a national holiday. So, patriotic songs. We <laughs> we grew up in a family where we used to, back in the day, would spend <laughs> an entire weekend at a family reunion, <laughs> the July 4th weekend, whether it, fall, whether it fell on, the 4th fell on that weekend, or if it fell in the middle of the week, we would pick the one closest to or whatever, but... Mm-hmm. We would spend an entire weekend with like 250 extended family members. We rented it. <laughs> Literally. In, yeah. We, we, no, I mean, yeah, we're not really? kidding. It was 250. End, yeah. yeah. And we would rent an entire campsite. Not not a campsite. 
Well, yeah. A camp. A camp. Yeah, right. A camp. <laughs> it was the FFA camp, Future yeah. Farmers of America camp for the state of Arkansas. Had a swimming pool, an auditorium, a cafeteria. It wasn't. And like, an amphitheater. Yeah. And an amphitheater. Yeah. yeah. And a boxing um, ring. Oh, yeah. And it was patriotic themed throughout. Mm-hmm. The whole weekend had patriotic stuff going on. Um, and so we grew up with a lot of... Now, it was more traditional patriotic songs. We were singing Grand Old Flag. Um, I did Yankee Doodle Dandy <laughs> on stage when <laughs> yes, I was a young, in a full Uncle Sam, you know, you costume. Um so this is this is not foreign ground for us at all no. going into now my list as I did best patriotic songs I tended to lean more towards popular music. We had this discussion and one caveat we all decided we were not going to use any rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, yeah. the national anthem because you could conceivably come up well, there are some great renditions yeah. of the national oh, anthem. Yeah. I mean I mean Fergie <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, like Whitney Houston is probably the gold standard, yeah. right? That was say. Super Bowl 26, 1991, Persian Gulf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimi Hendrix solo at Woodstock. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvin Gaye has an amazing. Yeah, he does. My dude, Luther. Yeah. He did one at the Super Bowl. Jennifer Hudson. Sounded great. Oh, is, yeah. And Faith Hill. Lady Gaga had a really good She did, one. yeah. So, I mean, the Dixie. The the chicks, yeah, or the I, don't chicks, know what, yeah. I think I don't know. They're what just, they're just the chicks now. They're just yeah. the chicks, but they're actually their Star Spangled Banner is mm-hmm. yeah. and Pentatonics. They're Stellar, just great, yeah. So so I mean, we we just we left that one off the table. We all agree the Star Spangled Banner is a great American patriotic song. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. You know, it is the national anthem. So we we took that one off the table. So no hate mail. Where's the Star Spangled Banner? <laughs> we just we all agreed. <laughs> we all agreed that that one would be number one. We may argue whose was the best. Right. So, what's the criteria for you guys outside of not the Star Spangled Banner? Jeez. Um, I was just looking for songs with positive, you know, gave you positive feelings about being an American, life in America, things that maybe are unique to being American, but overall, th- you know, just positive, good feelings about America. Yes, but also, <laughs> I, um, I kind of, I guess I was a little bit more restrictive than your definition because I specifically did not include songs that were just about life in America. Like, this is what it's like to be. An American, like, there's a, and if anybody picked it, sorry, <laughs> but like Only in America by Brooks and Dunn. It's just, you know, it's not really support for your country. I thought about it. It's, I, I looked at it too, but I was like, well, that's mostly just about like, you know, oh, here are some opportunities you have in America. Oh, small town life in America. Like, that didn't seem patriotic to me, um, expressing devotion or vigorous support for your country. It was just... I like my country, and here's some of the nice things about it, you know. So I stayed away from things like that and tried to trend more toward pro-America in a more traditional, what you would consider patriotic sense. Yeah, I don't know that I had 
really a criteria other than do I really like the song? Is it patriotic on some level? Um, and, you know, I mean, I love a good delivery. I do, mm-hmm. I, you know. And so some of it is the delivery of the song. Um, that had a lot to do with it. I like to, especially with when you're talking about patriotism, emotion is a part of mm-hmm. the equation. Right. I mean, and so how does somebody make you feel and how do you think that the person feels that's performing the song? To me, that's important. Like, I want to believe that the person believes what they're saying, if that makes sense. To me, that's an important part of not just the song, but for me, because I looked at it not only as just the song, but the performance of the song, because like there's there's a lot of people that you could say that did Will America the Beautiful, a lot of renditions of that. There's a lot of renditions of, you know, well, like we were talking about with the Star Spangled Banner. Mm -hmm. So it was like, which one do I feel, you know, is really, that's coming from a place in their heart where they they love the country that they're singing about. So, you know, other than that, I really didn't have a criteria. You know, how did I think that they felt and how did I feel after listening to it? So... The draft order for best patriotic songs is Beth, then me, then Heather. We'll snake draft, so Heather will start off the second round, and Beth will start off the third round. And that'll be the nine songs, and then we'll have to cut them down to five. So, Beth, first pick overall, what you got? All right, my first pick is God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. (laughs) I know this is the last chorus, so we got to hit that. Like one of the best feel good America songs because he talks about, I mean, yeah, at the beginning, it's kind of like depressing. You know, if I lost everything and I had to start over with just my kids and my wife, I'm still thankful to be here in America where I can do that. But then he goes on in the later verses to talk about the beauty of the country, the lakes of Minnesota, the hills of Tennessee. We know this song word for word because our dad (laughs) sang it when we would go to that family reunion every year. And we had what we call, we had our own version of Saturday Night Live uh, in the the little rec hall or auditorium or whatever you want to call it. And dad would cap off. It was the grand finale. It was. Every year. Every year. See, he Um, he messed up because he sang it one time and and he had a set of, of... Ants yep. for mm-hmm. him. They were our great ants. And they heard it one time and he was not gonna get away with not yeah. performing it ever. And he did again. it really stinking well. Like he did. I mean yeah. I mean obviously there's some bias on my part, but better than <laughs> the recording. <laughs> yeah. Because our dad was an amazing singer. But all that aside, this has 
you know, this has fond memories, this song Mm -hmm. attached to it for all of us. But even if that's completely removed from the equation, it's a great patriotic song. Um, And it's, you know, talking about the beauty of the country, the pride of all Americans. I'm going to stand next to you and we'll fight for our freedom if that's necessary. But not in like a get right or get left kind of way. Like it's a it's a sense of like truly I love the nation and what it stands for, the ideals, whether or not they're carried out perfectly. I love the country and we'll defend it. And I, you know, I would like to stand with my countrymen and do that. There's no division and there's a unity purely because we're all Americans. So it, I like it. It checks all the boxes. It does. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> do you mention the men that died? Yes. Yeah. Are you willing to die for your country? Check. <laughs> you know, do you mention different parts of the country? Check. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, freedom. Checking out freedom, check. You know, the flag, talk about the flag. Yeah. You know, Lady Liberty, check. You know, so, but it is a good stinking song. There's no doubt. No doubt about it. The list would not be complete without it. That's for sure. I agree. I do agree. So, I get the second pick. And my number one overall is, now you kind of hosed me on this guy in an earlier episode, I feel like, personally. But it's Ray Charles, America the Beautiful. Yeah. So dang good. Yeah. I love this. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. I'm talking about. That organ in the back, man, yes. giving it that gospel feel. Oh. <laughs> so, to me, this is the greatest studio recording of any patriotic song, at least in for our country. I mean, I can't speak on behalf of other countries across the world but it's just it's a wonderfully written poem it was actually written in the late 1800s by Catherine Lee Bates it was later put to the music of a, of a hymn that was previously written they just like they do with him sometimes they mm-hmm. stick new words to it and that was 1926 and then boy Ray Charles can deliver a song I mean his improvis- improvisation his ability to just you never know where he's going but he always lands and just a place that's exactly the right spot. Um, it's also part of the American cinematic gym, The Sandlot. <laughs> so that's worth mentioning. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, I feel like one outside of the Star Spangled Banner, America the Beautiful may be the most 
mm-hmm. famous, patri- you know, classical, for lack of a better word, uh, patriotic song that we have. But like those, you know, we mentioned Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock, and we mentioned Whitney Houston's performance at, at the Super Bowl. Um, those were two interesting time periods. Like one of the things that made that iconic for Jimi Hendrix was that that was the protest era. So it was within mm-hmm. that that cultural counterculture movement that made that such an iconic piece. And it was it was a statement of these young people have something to say. And even though it's not what you're saying in Washington, DC, these people, they still these young people love America. Mm-hmm. But they envision it to be something different. And mm-hmm. boy, was his national anthem something different than what we were used to hearing, right? But it was amazing, and it was uh, something that only Jimi Hendrix could do. Whitney Houston was totally different. This was in the height of the Persian Gulf War, Mm -hmm. 1991, and so now we're in an era of Mm hyper-patriotism. You know, and she's wearing red, white, and blue, and, I mean, they've got the jets flying over her head and the whole bit. This song and his rendition doesn't need any of that. It's just gorgeous yeah. on its own, no matter what time period it is, no matter what's going on with the country. It's just timeless. It's beautiful. And it's coming. I mean, and I think important to note that Ray Charles lived through a time period where he saw some nasty stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, through segregation, through the civil rights movement, some awful things were done to him in his home state of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and the fact that he still felt this passionate about the United States, I think, says a lot about about him, and I think it says a lot about our about our nation that we were able to, you know, overcome some of these things and some of the folks that endured the worst of what our country has done still love this country enough to create what is just an amazing piece of art, um, musical art. And there are few people on earth that could ever do it like Ray Charles was able to do it. Um, so to me, this, this was, this was my number one. And and really it wasn't for me on my list. It wasn't, there wasn't a close number two for me. Yeah. Well, full disclosure, it was also my number one. And, he took a, a very n- nice traditional melody and song, and he took it to church and made something completely different out of it. There's a believability. There's an emotional factor to that, that. That and a fearlessness to to do that to a song that is as beloved as "America the Beautiful." Yeah, it you is know. kind of the secondary national anthem, yeah. really. But and it's got like. A million verses to it. Yeah, and he actually starts with not the one that we all yeah. sang. And so he yeah. sings his first verse, and then he says, now let me tell you about the way we sang it when I was in school. Yeah. And then he starts with, oh, beautiful for space. Yeah. So that's my first pick. Heather, you get the last pick of the first <laughs> round. Okay, well, mine's a little different, but <laughs> you have to understand the time in which I grew up. I... I was born in 1974, so in 1984, I was 10 years old, 
and the best, and I will fight somebody who tries to tell me different, of the Rocky movies. <laughs> Came out in 1984, which is Rocky Four, and it was fantastic. And it was right in the middle of all this, you know, as a kid, we were terrified that the Russians were going to just nuke us all to kingdom come. And so there was a bad guy. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. America, uh, we had an enemy. We had, and so, you know, Rocky's going to fight the Russian. And, you know, but before he fights the Russian, the Russian has to fight Apollo Creed. And then James Brown comes down at the big fight and he sings Living in America. And it is a spectacle. <laughs> now, for a lot of people my age, this was our first introduction to James Brown. Yeah. He had not had a hit, a top 40 hit in 10 years at this point. And it would be his last one. And the video was all these scenes from the movie and if you haven't seen Rocky Four, I won't spoil it for you, but you need to go immediately and seek it out because it is it is such a such a picture of American life at the time. I mean, there, there was a heightened patriotism at the time right. because you know, and so um, it, it and they did all the you know like the. Um, Drago, who was the the Russian, was cheating. He was, yeah. you know, doing steroids, and of course, Rocky was doing everything clean. I'm sure Sylvester Stallone was not doing anything. Not at all. <laughs> like Training that. out there in you know, Siberia, you know, and, picking up logs and yeah. carrying logs, and it's, you know. So, and of course, this is not before the actual fight with Rocky and the Russian. No, this is this right is before fight. Apollo. This is where Apollo gets killed. Oh well, spo- okay, well. Sorry. Oh, so, oh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I feel like everybody's seen the Rocky Maybe, four. which is why Rocky no. has to uh, rot. But what? I'm definitely not going to watch it now. Oh, it's... What? <laughs> it's why I haven't seen... How about this? I haven't seen any of the Rocky movies. Oh, are, are you American? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You've not... It should be required viewing for all Americans. You've not seen We had this whole discussion. I haven't seen the new Rocky movies. I hadn't seen... What were the movies that... Breakfast Club. So you've not seen them when they asked Clubber Lane for a prediction? No. And he says, prediction? I'll give you a prediction. Pain. <laughs> that's Rocky Three. Yeah, that's it? Rocky Three. Yep. No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> okay. That's, that's Mr. T. You know what it's time for? Oh, okay. <gasps> it is. Go. It's time for a fun fact, fun fact. Yeah. I actually have three. Oh, oh my god! Okay, first of all, do you know who played lead guitar on this track? Mm, no, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I know. Fun fact number two: it was parodied by Weird Al, <laughs> so it was at least that popular. Living with a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I just thought this was interesting. It peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, but it peaked at number two in Belgium. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, living in America, James Brown. They love James Brown out in Belgium. I guess. <laughs> anyway. Oh, gosh, I'm next, right? Yeah. Okay, so. Round two. Round two. My next pick, a little off the beaten path, perhaps. <laughs> but it is uh, 1978. Funkadelic, One Nation Under a Groove. Somebody, um, an author, in a re- in a review of it, called it a call to dance rather than a call to arms. A call to unify and celebrate diversity rather than a push to homogenize. Which is what makes America great, is all of the diversity that we have. And uh, it is listed as one of the top 1001 albums you must hear before you die. So, um, it's just... You know, it, it it's just a feel-good, um, positive message celebrating all of the, the differences that we have. And that's one of the premises that our country was built on. So, And I just think it's, you know, it's not your typical patriotic song, but it is very pro-America. And yeah. So that's all I got about that. All right. Whose pick is it? Yours. Mine. Oh, okay. So this is going to be a little different <laughs> than that because it's Johnny Cash. <laughs> and it's uh, old, Ragged Old Flag. Ragged Old Flag. You've been to our little town. I said, I think it is. He said, I don't no singing like in this one. Brag, but we're kind of proud of that Ragged Old Flag. You see, we got a little hole in that flag there. Little history when Washington lesson. took it across the Delaware. And it got powder burned the night that Francis Scott Key said, watching it right and say, can you see? And it got a bad rip in New Orleans with Packingham and Jackson tugging at its seams. And it almost fell at the Alamo. Beside the Texas flag, but she waved on, though. She got cut with a sword at Chancellorsville, and she got cut again at Shiloh Hill. There was Robert E. Lee, Beauregard, and Bragg, and the south wind blew hard on that ragged old flag. On Flanders Field in World War I, she got a big hole from a Bertha gun. She turned blood red in World War II. She hung limp and low a time or two. So, this song she is a, uh, if we call it a song, it's a, it's a tribute really to the resiliency of the United States and the flag as a symbol of that resiliency. And 
There's a lot of nice history thrown into this, and it's a reminder that if you give the United States enough time, we will usually find ourselves on the right side of history. Uh-huh. What are you laughing at? Why are you laughing at our flag? I'm not she, laughing she's at laughing at, at the heavily featured banjo, I think. It's, it's I'm laughing at the, at the cheese factor. It's, That's what I'm laughing it's at. It's timely because it was, it's representing the, the kind of music of that time period. Okay. And see, now it's getting more progressive as the, as we go through history. She said, okay. <laughs> but as I was saying, <laughs> it's a reminder that the American flag is, you know, it's the one that fought for independence. It was the... Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not very patriotic at all. What got you then? I don't know. It's, I don't know. Dang. I don't know. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Just disrespectful. <laughs> As I was saying for the second time, it was the flag that fought for independence. It was the flag that fought against the Confederacy and slavery in the Civil War. It was the flag that fought against Nazism and fascism and war. What is funny about Nazism? I don't know now. I'm just church laughing at this point. Like, I know I'm not supposed to be laughing. And now I'm just laughing because the more serious stuff you talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Goodness gracious. If you'll recall during the Father's Day episode, (laughs) we talked about how inappropriate responses to serious issues. You know, like, it's a very serious song. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, I so, let me give you some background about this. This song was written during the Watergate crisis, and Cash was uh, heavily involved in political thought throughout his entire career. <laughs> you guys are killing me over here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not me. It's he, not funny. It's not funny. He supported Nixon's campaign, but then he started to question the Vietnam War. He was extremely concerned about the you know, like the penal system and all the folks that were in prison. And I mean, he constantly did a lot of concerts in prisons and um, was really concerned about the quality of life of the people that were in our prisons. And so he was politically involved throughout and he was really concerned, I think at the time of, of the Watergate crisis of how separated this country was between the Republicans and the Democrats. And really, <coughs> that is not an issue that has resolved itself at all, obviously. Um, but I think this song was in part, what, what he was trying to do, what he could do to mend the relationship between both sides. Um, because we as a nation have done that before. It's just, <laughs> we just, we're struggling with that these days for sure. Mm-hmm. But that was, uh, you, you missed it because you were laughing during the song. But, uh, Scold me. But, but, but uh, really, it, it's, about, it's about the resiliency of the United States, and you missed it because it you were not paying attention. Is, no, it is, 
It's good. It was just like really serious stuff, and the, the music was all serious. And because and the I was music doing church laughing, because and I'm sorry. The the music was meant to be like it's best fault. Wait, no. It, it was meant to be like kind of in like going to, to match the time period of when yeah. it was. So I mean, that's why I was like, ding, 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 ding. Because, like <laughs> that's what got me. And then when you get then when you get like to the Civil War area, there's a little bit richer sound. And then when you get to World War One, there's a richer sound. And I was tracking, but you guys were like. <laughs> 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 It's not even that funny, but you know, you look over and then somebody comes. <laughs> you make eye contact. It's like it's around the middle of the invitation at church, you know, oh, yeah. you're like, oh no. Sorry. That's a very good choice. Mm-hmm. That was an inspired really choice. Beth, it's your turn. Okay. Well, this is not the same at all. Um, sort of. I mean, it's, it is, I mean, in the vein that it is also patriotic. Um, but the tone is much different. Uh, I'm choosing the classic Charlie Daniels Band song in America. Oh, I can't believe I forgot about this song. And we about to perform it right <laughs> now. Well, the eagle's been flying slow, and the flag's been flying low, and a lot of people saying that America's fixing to fall. Speaking just for me And some people in Tennessee We got a thing or two to tell you all This lady may have stumbled But she ain't never fell And if the Russians don't Well, I'm gonna talk over this We'll go straight to hell We'll be back on the path of righteousness and then God bless America again And you never did think that it ever would have happened again in America, did you? Never did think that we'd ever get together again. Well, we dang sure fooled you. In America, I love this. That's song a so lick much. right there. Yeah, that Charlie Daniels band. They have. I I love their guitar licks. Like it's a great. Rock and country. They got some fiddle licks too, boy. The fiddle, obviously. If the Charlie only Daniels thing you know of Charlie Daniels is Devil Went Down to Georgia, you need oh to fix my God. that. Legend of Willie Swan. Oh, so that many. one's great. Yeah, uh, they got another one. Long haired country boy. Yes. They got another one I'll mention here in a little bit. Um, like he, he's got a couple that are like um, I lean libertarian, and he's got some like libertarian anthems. Like just leave me alone. Yep. Yeah. Leave this long-haired country boy alone. Yes. And uh, so, I mean, this basically says America might have some problems, but we'll always pull through and come through to defend the nation. We may have done a little bit of fighting amongst ourselves, but you outside people best leave us alone. Yeah. That's what he says. He says, because we'll all stick together, and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll defend each other like, you know, like I can say stuff about my family, but you can't. We can fight amongst ourselves, but you get involved and we're going to have a problem. Uh, and so I love Charlie Daniels, man. Love that song. Um, I, if that ain't patriotic, baby, I don't know what it. And that is my um, second pick. And why not get another one? Back to back. Great. Oh, well, and now we're switching gears again, <laughs> because my third 
pick, the first pick of the third round is Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning oh by my Alan God. Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Put the brakes on it. And that's not it. <laughs> wow, that was, uh, that was weird. Mashup. Just doing what they do. Did you look up to heaven for some kind of answer and look at yourself and what really matters? I'm just a singer of simple songs. I'm not a real political man. I watch CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in our rock and our September 11th Paris attacks um, in 2001 and so it appeals to that feeling that I mean that we all had I mean we were alive but I taught I finally was at the place where I was teaching students so they were not alive so they don't remember they don't have that recollection of what it was like to be there that day which I finally understood then when teachers would talk about like Pearl Harbor Oklahoma City or something like that and I would be like I have no connection you know (laughs) and people would be like oh well here's that feeling we had and I finally could relate um unfortunately right um but that experience that united us all um but i feel like this song does that without capitalizing on the events mm-hmm. it truly is just like there are some songs released after 9/11 that seem opportunistic and they seem pandering and i i won't i guess call them out in case somebody else picks them but there are two that I can think of off the top of my head that I'm just like, I feel like that was a cash grab at our expense of this tragedy, right? Because you're just like attaching on to people's fear and things like that where you're like, oh, it's pro-America. Like Charlie Daniels being like in America is, has that tone, the same tone of, I'll just say it, something like courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Um but I feel like this is heartfelt. This is reflective rather than reactive. Um, so I feel like this is just truly Alan Jackson just sitting and writing about that singular experience where no matter who you were or what place you're at in your life, we all had that shock um, and we set aside our differences to support each other and focus on the more important things to show love to each other and come together as Americans. Um, and help each other locally, help each other, like help the people in New York or wherever, you know, tragedy has struck. Um, so I feel like this is the the best response that I am aware of to that, to those events um, in song anyway. Yeah, I'm trying to think, what was the, uh, <clears throat> what was that country song that was so popular for so long? Oh my gosh! Um, There's one called "Have You Forgotten." Have you forgotten? And that's, that's the it. same. I was listening to that on the way home, and I just there was something about it that I'm, I don't want to say that whoever wrote it. I don't. Know, I think it's Daryl Worley is the artist. That's it. That's it. But, that's and exactly I'm not, right. I don't know if he wrote it or if somebody else wrote it. And I'm not saying it's not genuine, mm-hmm. but it just it seems 
very like, let me pander to this, like the South, especially like, or, you know, super right Republican pro war, you know, I, I don't know. There was just something about it that didn't sit right with me as a listener. Um, and I don't know their intentions, but I much prefer this Alan Jackson song to that one. You know, it's like <clears throat> there were so many different emotions uh, through 9-11. I mean, you had you had grief. You had this insurmountable just, no, just grief because, mm-hmm. you know, 3,000 of your countrymen were murdered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in an instant, you know. Um, so there's that sadness. There's that mourning. But at the same time, you're kind of pissed off. Yeah. yeah. You're mad, you know. And I don't know that that's necessarily the right reaction to have, but there's a vengeful mm-hmm. sense of what of what you want to see happen in response. Yeah. And I think, like, we see... A lot of that, probably more so in the country music songs that were reflective of that than maybe like rock and roll and the pop songs. That, I mean, there were a, there was a flood of songs from yeah. In, yeah. you know about nine eleven, but it does seem like the country ones were more like, okay, we've done deer hunting and now we've got uh, yeah. we got something else to hunt. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it does seem like there was kind of kind of that. I don't know. Maybe maybe just that righteous anger sort yeah. of lend itself more to the people of the South. I don't I know. I guess so. And, and I think that's maybe the difference in the, like the three songs that I had mentioned, right? So where were you as, is that response of what you would think of like a, somebody like Alan Jackson, who's heavily rooted in his faith and maybe taking that approach to it. Then you've got the Toby Keith, courtesy of the red, white and blue, where it's full out, it's time to go. We're, yeah. we're about yeah. to box. We're about to go for it. But then like that Have You Forgotten song sits kind of somewhere in the middle where it's it's almost like scolding if you're not super mad. Right. Because it's like, have you forgotten how it felt? No, people didn't. But like that doesn't mean that like everybody deals with tragedy in different ways. It's almost saying you should feel a specific way. You should have a certain reaction. I think maybe that's why it hit me yeah. in the wrong way. But anyway, I didn't draft it, so I don't know why I'm talking on it. <laughs> but it is in, where, where were you when the world started? It's my, it's my pick by Alan Jack. I know he, exactly he where I was. I was on my way to school. Yeah. Well, and that's what, you know, he covers. Driving to Henderson State University. So many different things, you know, and he's teaching a class full of innocent children. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's where I was that whole day, you know, just trying to keep everything super, you know, Low key, and I, you know, you're fearful. You have no idea what's happening, and you're just trying to keep every. You know, I was teaching elementary at the time, and so they told us don't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. So we just had to go on like it was a normal day, and we had no idea. You know, we couldn't watch TVs, you know, because right. So we just had to get reports from. It was a it was a scary time because you. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing to that when I was a kid. That happened was the Challenger exploded. We watched it. Yeah, I watched that happen too. You know, um, 
You would have been like in kindergarten. Was that, was that like 85, 86, 86 something like I that? was in sixth grade, and I had the. they weren't watching it on live, live in the classrooms, but I was working in the library. I had to go tell all the teachers we were watching to turn it. on their TV. We were watching it live because we had never had a shuttle explode. Right. And it was the first time civilians had gone. Yeah. And, so it was and there was a teacher historic. on board, and yeah. I think that's why a lot of the schools were watching it. Yep. Because there was a teacher on the shuttle. Yeah. So I don't know that they've, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it's been a big deal for the kids to watch it since that's happened. Honestly, I mean, I think that may have been like, hey, I don't think we're going to let the kids watch the shuttle (laughs) thing go off anymore. But so we go from this conversation about maybe wanting to go into foreign lands and hurt people <laughs> to the exact opposite of that. Now we're going to welcome them. <laughs> oh, now we're, now we're going. wanting, <laughs> now we're wanting yeah. immigrants from around the world to come to America. <laughs> it's America Is by it Neil Diamond. Diamond. Yes. yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. far. We've been traveling far. Uh, 1980 came off of the jazz singer soundtrack. The movie tanked. What? The movie did not do well. <laughs> oh no! The movie did not what do was... well. Oh, oh! What? <laughs> tanked. Tanked. What'd you say? What'd you think I said? <laughs> we were. We were. Yeah, no. <laughs> tanked. It did not do well. I thought you were saying the name of the movie. <laughs> No. <laughs> the name of the movie was The Jazz Singer. Oh, but it okay. did not perform well at the box office. Gotcha. But what it did tanked, perform well? <laughs> but what did perform well was the soundtrack and particularly this song which hit number 8 on the Billboard Top 100 and number 1 on the Adult Contemporary charts. It's putting American immigration in a very positive light. And it has all the hallmarks of a great patriotic song. We're talking freedom. Dreams are come alive and, and are able to be seen and realized in the United States. They even talk about saying grace in the lyrics. So we're saying our <laughs> prayers. Um, and finally, there's a, we finish with a, with a little rendition of My Country Tis yep. of Thee at the end. And at the mention, and this is kind of one of the reasons I mentioned this at the beginning, is I want to believe the person believes in the song. And I have no doubt that Neil Diamond believes in the song. Number one, he's a great showman. And, I mean, he's yeah. he is a fantastic live performer. 
But I was watching a live performance of this. I say I'm watching. I was watching a YouTube (laughs) (laughs) video of a live performance. And he was talking about his immigrant grandparents. Both sets of, of his grandparents were immigrants. His father's parents were immigrants from Poland. And his mother's parents were immigrants from Russia. And he was talking about how this country welcomed them. And because, and you know, they were coming from places that they didn't have the opportunities that they had in the United States. And that, you know, he was genuinely grateful for how welcoming the United States was to immigrants and, uh, and the opportunities that they had. And that he is a, he is a result of the opportunity and the dreams that, that his parents, grandparents were afforded as immigrants here. And so, um, it's a it's a neat little ditty. It's a good little song. I, I love the I enjoy end. Today. It. Yeah, <laughs> today, some... today, today. Yeah. yeah. You gotta um, have like jazz hands for that. So yeah. it's a jazz singer. Yeah. Oh soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> so that that was uh that was my third round selection, America by Neil Diamond. That's a good one. Okay. Is this it? The last one? Last pick. Yep. Okay. All right, my pick is Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John, 1975. What American city is he from? <laughs> well, he's not. That Elton John and Bernie Taupin had ever consciously written a single. It, it wasn't released on an album until 1977. So this was written as a favor to tennis star Billie Jean King. Um, was part of the Philadelphia Freedoms tennis team. And um, they, she had uh, just um, secured her victory in the famous Battle of the Sexes tennis match against Bobby Riggs, where he talked a bunch of smack, and then she went and beat him in a tennis match. It was telephone. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, so, um, he, she, she was friends with Elton John, and but they both said, "This is not. We don't want. We want, don't want to write a song about tennis. This is, you know." Um, so it, it, you know, it was just upbeat and and fun, and then it caught fire really because America was about to celebrate its bicentennial that next year in 1976, and so. Um, you know, of course, you know, Philadelphia very central to the establishment of the American government. And so it just kind of it it's just upbeat and and fun and um positive and and I just like it as a song and I think it's a feel good anthem. And that's why I picked it, and to be honest, I got down to like number seven in my list, (laughs) so it was really yeah something like that. Yeah, uh, y'all picked a lot of 
songs that I had originally mm. drafted. So I got I got pretty far down in my list. And then there were some on my list that I put on my list just because I desperately wanted them there, but I was too scared to really put them up in the top to draft them. Well, do tell. <laughs> well, um. Let me find my okay, my long list. Um, yeah, I got down. Uh, my next one. Okay, I had "Back in the USA" by Chuck Berry because he's an American icon, and it's just that's a fun song. I had "Party in the USA." I knew it wasn't gonna get drafted, but that's also a fun, feel good song. I just knew that was kind of a. We weren't ever going to get to that. And uh, <laughs> I had the opening theme song to Team America, <laughs> World Police. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So um, <laughs> there are a lot of great things about America in that song, but I Heck knew that yeah. it wasn't going to get Band-Aids. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> <laughs> like, books. Ooh. <laughs> Christmas. So, um <laughs> Yeah. Beth, what'd you have on your list that didn't get drafted? That did not get drafted. Let's see. I had another great Charlie Daniels band song. This ain't no rag, it's a flag. <laughs> <laughs> it stands for the USA. Um, and that song, I, I really could have pushed that one up because that one ends with a little kid reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> I mean, he is just going all in. Uh, and then I also had... <laughs> Freedom Isn't Free by John Anderson, not the Team America oh. one. Yeah. Uh, that one. It's I mean, a hefty. Hefty, yeah. hefty, 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 But no, the, the John, although, can you imagine John Anderson doing the Team America Freedom Isn't yes, Free? Yes, I can, actually. That would be really good, yeah. I think. Um, then I have Color Me America by Dolly Parton. Oh. We yeah. love Dolly. And then I put... Even though I dislike this artist, I dislike this song. I felt like I had to put it on here because I'm like, well, it is one that a lot of people would. What is it? Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Oh. Yeah, no. I felt like. You don't I, like it had that to be song? My, okay, here's the thing. When, when it was released, I was like, oh, uh, yeah, America. And now. Yeah. And now I'm just kind of like, God, Toby Keith, you are not that good at your job. <laughs> and so, and he may be a very nice person. I don't know. I've never met him. Um, but so I don't put like a boot this. in your. It's the American way. <laughs> yeah, sort of is. I mean, it's I, for none, better or none worse. Of the things in the song are is. really. Inaccurate. It's an accurate description of of the emotion. Of yes, the time. yes. But I just I don't like the the attitude. I guess I don't know. And if you recall that there was a string of them coming out, you know, like um, Ray Stevens had Osama Yo, Yo Mama. Mama. Oh, Remember yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was one that came out. Yep. And then not was it after this that Toby Keith came out with American Soldier? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Like, if you had done one, I would be like, okay. But then it seemed like he he had success with this, and then was like, well, let me try to strike gold yeah. again and appeal to the military. You know, like. Yeah. Now I tell you what was a good song, and I didn't have it on my Should've list. Should have been a cowboy. 
That's not patriotic. <laughs> was um, Letters from Home by John Michael Montgomery. Oh, That's yeah, yeah, good. yeah. That is good. Um, so on my list of ones that did not get drafted, um, I also had Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. I had ROCK in the USA. Yeah. By yeah. Mellencamp. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I had Living in the Promised Land by Willie Nelson. And the one that I struggled with was an American trilogy by Elvis because it includes Dixie. I took it off mine. And as a performance, to me, as a a performance, only the Ray Charles one matches it as a performance. But you have to recognize the, the, the difficulty... That Dixie provides for it to be a truly yeah. patriotic song. You know, the history of of the song was actually it was written in the North um, by folks who used to live in the South, um, and they were talking. But the the big problematic part of it is it became basically the calling card of the Confederacy. You know, um, and so it it. Uh, in order for it to be a truly patriotic song, I feel like every American citizen should be able to, you know, hitch yeah, their hook right. onto it yeah, that's and feel comfortable divisive. with it. And uh, but as a performance, it, I mean, it, if you've not had the opportunity to see Elvis perform an American trilogy, I mean, it's, um, I mean, Elvis is one of the greatest performers of all time, mm-hmm. um, and it. It, it's a beautiful rendition. I mean, you got the Battle Hymn of the Republic um, in there as well, and uh, what's the other one? It's 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 a a long trial or what's it called? Um, the third leg of that. All my trials. All my trials. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, it, it's it's a good performance, but I you know Dixie kind of disqualified it, I guess. Yeah. I, w- I would say. Um, so now we have nine songs. Beth, what are they? Ben drafted America the Beautiful by Ray Charles, or the Ray Charles version. Um, Ragged Old Flag by Johnny Cash. America by Neil Diamond. <laughs> mad at me. Heather <laughs> drafted Living in America by James Brown. One Nation Under a Groove by Funkadelic. And Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John. I drafted God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood in America by Charlie Daniels Band and Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning by Alan Jackson. So now we have to go from nine songs to five. Working nine to five. All right, so what, what is the best way to move forward from here? Do y'all, do y'all have a game plan that you think is going to work? Do we need to try to move one or two over? Do we need to try to cut some? What's the... I mean, I feel like there are probably two that we could just move over initially without complaint. Okay. I think, well, you both had America the Beautiful at number one, right? True story. Mm-hmm. It was my number three. Okay. Um, and then the claim was made. The list would not be complete without God Bless the USA. I had it number four on my list. It was in my top five. So I don't. I mean, I, I I shouldn't have a problem moving it over. Yeah, it was my number three. Okay. 
So, yeah, I think those two are probably going to be in pretty easily. Um, living in America, I had as my number six. So it wouldn't be a big stretch for me to say it is in the top five. I don't know if it made your list or not, Beth. It did. It was also, It was number five, actually, on my list. So I feel like if it was, where was it on your list? Uh, two. Two. So, I mean, I feel like if it was two, five, and six, it's pretty good bet that it's going to be in the top five. Yeah. I think we could do that. I think we could probably move that one over. And it might get dicey now. Yep, because now there are only two spots left. Um, and let me tell you, I will die on the hill of in America. If I must. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I have two favorites of, I guess, what should... So, so two more are going to go in, over, which means yeah. we're going to... Cut four. We got to cut four of the six. That's right. Ooh, man, what patriotic songs do you want to say you want to cut? It's kind of like that Father's Day one. <laughs> you know, which songs about good fathers do you want to <laughs> say don't make the list? <clears throat> so, okay. Can I make both of you mad? Well, let's see. It's probably not a good strategy. But, like, Elton John's not American. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. And, like, here's the deal with, like, where were you when the world stopped turning? Like, yes, I agree it is a patriotic song, but it's like a, a, a singular event in time. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where were you during this one moment? And I don't even know that you have to be an American to resonate with that song because like the world trade center literally had people who were from all over the world in it that's true so i would i would be i mean we're gonna have to cut four of the six remaining songs and i would put those two at the top of the cut list okay how about this can we also say even you yourself said, if you want to call it a song, Ragged Old Flag. <laughs> well, um, that is not why I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree to cut it. I'm going to agree to cut it because y'all were completely disrespectful. <gasps> no. during, oh and I feel like y'all gosh. are not going to give it the respect it deserves. Oh, my goodness. So you, for you, that, you even said it's not a song. It's Best Patriotic Songs. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying right, you can take then. it off the list. But Great. So we're down to but three. But it's clearly a song. I mean. So we have to cut one more. We have two spots left. America by Neil Diamond, One Nation Under a Groove by Funkadelic, and the one that should clearly go over in America, Charlie Daniels Band. Heather, which one would you cut? Honestly, I'd cut One Nation Under a Groove. As would I. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that was easy. (laughs) Okay, now 
We got to rank them. I'll be really honest. I the only reason that I didn't put in America was I just forgot about it. But then when I when I heard it, I was like, yes, absolutely." So, I mean, I I think it's I think it's a great song. So. All right. So, we have our top 5. Yeah. God bless the USA, America the Beautiful, Living in America, in America, <laughs> America. <laughs> America, America. Living in America, in America, America. America. So you're just taking the first yes, word we're off we're just of whittling one, yeah. it down, yeah. Yeah. So is it fair to say that America the Beautiful and God Bless USA are the two competing for the top spot? I would agree with that. Yeah. So do we know which one we want to be one? We America the Beautiful was one on two lists, and on your list it was what number? Three. Three. God Bless the USA was one on yours. Yeah. Four on mine, and what on yours? Three. Three. I mean, they're splitting hairs almost. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, I think Heather's probably going to be the swing vote on this one because you're going to want your song one. I'm probably going to want my song one. Yeah, probably. But, well, I had America yeah. the Beautiful as one. As on okay. mine, too, because I mean, so that's what I would choose. But. Okay. But then I think, just based on the numbers, God Bless the USA would be the clear number two. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think <laughs> in America needs to be three. <laughs> so we got we've got Living in America... In America, in America. America. <laughs> oh, man. God bless America again. <laughs> you never did think that it ever would happen again. In America, <laughs> did you? <laughs> Mercy. So. Oh. Where do you want it? What do you want to be number three, Heather? I honestly don't have any problem with it going over living in America. So y'all can find out if you want Neil Diamond to be. Well, if you had to rank them three, four, and five, or is there one that you would that you think definitely should be fifth? If I had to rank them three, four, and five, I would rank them in America, living in America, America. Because that's the only, I've got, obviously, Living in America for me was my number two, and America by Neil Diamond was number six, and I just forgot about In America, but that probably would have been my number two if I had thought about it. (laughs) So what do you want the list to be? You clearly want In America three. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the four and five where I would put them. I mean, I'd. I had living in America at five, but America does hit that nostalgia bone for me because when they used to take us to Mid America, Mid America, and they had the laser, <laughs> the light, laser show. light show, yeah, and this was always Today. like the big, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh man, I do really like that. They stopped doing that, you know. It's oh. kind of a bummer. 
Yeah. That was in the same room as the Tesla deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think now they made that whole thing just the Tesla thing. Oh. Oh. With, uh, side note, uh, metal bleachers that you're sitting on <laughs> while they're doing the big cage thing. That's how much they trust the Tesla core. Yeah. yeah. And I, listen. Cage. I, Nikola Tesla, genius. Do I trust him enough to sit my tail on some, le- some metal bleachers while... <laughs> Electricity is flying across the room? No, I do not. <laughs> but anyway, that's beside the point. Um, well, the, the the Neil Diamond song, didn't they like have all these weird pictures that they would yeah, draw with and the I lasers? Think, yes. Yeah, and yeah. I think it might there might have been a few that they were like. There was like an eagle, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and they made the they made the flag and, the flag, and right? a, it's one of the founding fathers, I guess. They had the, the funny Washington, hat. I think. Oh. Was it Washington? Maybe Lincoln. And they might, and I'm sure Mount Rushmore and stuff like had the old. Kinds of, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Here, and I didn't have it on my list because I don't really like it that much. But. Which one? America. Oh. But. Immigrants and immigration is the, and the, the melting pot. That is the idea of our nation. That's the, you know, that's the goal and what we try to uphold ourselves to be. So that's kind of where I I struggle on that one. Where would, well, oh, what would you do, though? If it were me, um, man, I like all of them, you know. I mean, and they're all so very different. I mean, yeah, they are. In, in their messaging, they're different. I mean, you know, America by Neil Diamond is, it's almost like you could you could put the lyrics on the Statue of Liberty instead of, you know, bring me your huddled, you know, masses and mm-hmm. it's kind of that and that and the other. And, um, whereas, you know, living in America is just, it's the feel good living in America song, yeah. right? I mean, this is the land of, of promise. This is the land where, you know, you make your dreams come true. And in America's a little different. <laughs> yeah. You know, in America's, uh, you know what? I mean, uh, don't get it twisted right now. We, <laughs> we come over there and whoop you if we need to, you know? So it's all, it's all a little different. Um, I really don't have a preference because I like all three songs. That's kind of the boat that I'm in. Uh, on my list, I did not have in America on my list. Um, but it's not to say that I don't like the song. There were a lot of great songs that I just I couldn't put on there. Like um, "Fight Inside of Me" by Merle Haggard is one that I could easily oh, yeah. put on there. But so I had I had America five and Living in America six, and so like just looking at my list, it would be America Living in America. In America, <laughs> not, that, not that that's confu- <laughs> confusing at all, but I mean, again, America by Neil Diamond and Living in America by, <laughs> by James Brown were five and six, so I mean, it's kind of splitting yeah. hairs there. So I just, I could, I could go either way. <laughs> And you've also got, it's not a rag, it's a flag. Ragged old flag. (laughs) (laughs) And those two are very different. Yes, they are. are. Yes, they are. So. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> but you said if you had to re-rank them, you would put In America number two on your big list. Yeah. Yeah. So we can, okay. and where was it, where was In America on your list? Second. So, I mean, we can, you, we could, we could put it. Third. Third. Okay. So now the question is, um, living in America or America? <laughs> this is probably going to come down to Beth being the swing vote. Yeah, here. I think so. Oh, okay. I think because of the criteria I put forth before, living in America does tend itself to the... It's somewhat on the side of life in America is great. Like, this is nice. You know, not as much devotion or vigorous support as the definition of patriotic that I looked up initially. Um, But America does somewhat have that and the idea that technically we're all immigrants here. We're all descendants of immigrants, so... I think I would choose America 4, Living in America 5. And that makes it a little bit easier when we have to continually say these things. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this list. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, I've written, I've written America so many times, it's starting to look weird. Heck, yeah. America, heck, yeah. All right, our final ranking of best patriotic songs. Number one, America the Beautiful by Ray Charles. Two, God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood. Three, In America, Charlie Daniels Band. Four, America by Neil Diamond. And five, Living in America by James Brown. <laughs> I think it's a good list. Yeah. It is. And uh, and timely, since we just had some Independence Day festivities yesterday, uh, we would like uh, everyone to please like, share uh, the podcast if you enjoyed it it really would help us out if you would give us a rating if you liked what you uh what you heard share us out to your friends and family if you think they would enjoy it as well find us on all our social media platforms twitter instagram facebook we interact with the people that interact with us we promise you we'll retweet you tweet you back whatever (laughs) You got Instagramming and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Grams. Gra- Instagrams, yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, have a wonderful, wonderful Independence Day week. See you in two weeks.
joining us on the Music List Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. She almost had it. <laughs>